0: Step into the world of advertising with FjorgeCast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the Cast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. Georgecast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present FjorgeCast, with your host, Tim Barsness.
1: Thanks for joining us on FjordCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjord, and today on our show, we will be talking with Mark Nadalski about his production agency, VES Creative. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks for having me on, Tim. Can you tell us a little bit about VES Creative?
2: Sure. So we are a branding agency specifically working with video. Uh, We work with clients that are looking to meet a low number of very high-value prospects, they're looking to convert them into the potential for exponential growth so we saw a challenge in a market that had really been uh, saturated by content producers, uh, videographers, production studios. uh, And there was a gap in between that space and the full-size production, or the uh, full-size full-service agency that really spent a lot of time catering toward bigger brands, um, CPGs, uh, bigger companies that had bigger budgets. And we wanted to create something, we basically wanted to create passionate projects that worked. Uh, and that would actually be implemented so that they could lead to uh, growth for the company. And so we uh, started off as a production company and then realized about three, four years in that the type of level that we were producing content at was really best served towards a specific market. And those, that company being uh, those, those, those companies that maybe they don't see themselves as brands yet. They see themselves as uh, fast-growing, mid-sized companies that really need to stand out in a market. And how can they use the power of video, r- video being one of the most potent tools that you can use, kind of levers that you can pull uh, to be able to get people to understand w- who you are and what you offer. How can we help those companies really get to market and invest in video as something that uh, re- they can realize gains from, that they can really see the potent uh, the potency of creating such content? And so that's why we created our agency to specifically serve those who are only looking to brand to 20, 30 people in an industry. Oh, we have one client who calls it 80 whales who are we looking to get out to uh, in, in our industry that can really make a big difference in our company. So that's uh, how we... Uh, pivoted our company about two, three years ago, and it's been uh, very successful over the last year or two uh, in terms of really exciting opportunities to work in that space.
1: Sure. So you said a low number of very high value prospects. Uh, mm-hmm. What are some examples or even industries that where that's applicable?
2: Sure. So one of our uh, uh, most interesting clients was a manufacturer of uh, power supplies for other manufacturers. And those are uh, companies that have a worldwide brand uh, they have. Uh, I can't name customers, but they have. Uh, uh, just, th- their products are in are are, are in uh, just 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 stores, and they're in uh, just they're in very high uh, 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 high-profile applications. You know, their lights are in the uh, you know theaters and, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of struggling to describe this without actually giving names but basically the idea is that they only have a certain set of companies that they can potentially work with uh, they really have um, a, 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 a long sales cycle we're talking five to seven years uh, really and and that's something that is, is really not that uncommon in b2b manufacturing because there's a lot of trust that has to be built up there. Um, So in doing that, creating content that is specifically geared towards those types of presentations that really helps overcome those barriers of trust being that you're talking to uh, other manufacturers in a very specific space, manufacturing of lighting equipment, that you really need to show that you understand what you stand for and that you're purpose-built to be able to help them feel a little bit better about trusting you with some of their most prized developments uh, in, new, in, new, in new product space. So it's something that, um, it, with them, that they only they, they only know three, four, five, six companies that they can get on there. They can only serve uh, maybe 10 more companies over the next five years. And so we help them identify those opportunities discover their their market and really create content very limited pieces of, 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 of content that'll help them get in front of those people and that'll help them make faster decisions that'll give them video that they can pass on to some of the other decision makers at that company to be able to help accelerate that say, that that very long sales cycle and build trust and to understand that this is a firm that understands their needs and that would that, uh, that let's work together so that's some of our it's really common I think a lot of industries are only looking to meet um, we have one prospect that's looking to get into 50 airports across the United States it's it's a mobile app and and it's they know who their target audience is and we can help them get there and that's something that we've developed and really seen a lot of success with
1: given that they have kind of a, a handful of potential clients um, do they then have multiple decision makers within um, within that arena you know are they trying to influence more than one decision maker within a company
2: they do and there's some interesting material out there that says that when you have more decision makers involved with a business that your your the likelihood of actually securing that business gets it, it's more difficult to do um because everybody kind of has their input and there's kind of the old adage of too many cooks in a kitchen or every producer kind of has their finger in the in the in the pot uh, i mean it's something that that we really um have to help we really have to understand that unique situation with each of our clients now when we talk about multiple decision makers we want to create content that is shareable and not shareable digitally because that's something that it's really dependent it's uh, digital is fleeting we want something physical that they can use so we've developed a product called a video brochure, which actually is a a a, a just a, a a regular A5 sized card that has a video screen inside, and so it can be branded completely to their 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 target audience. Uh, very specific. It's very um, it's very high gloss type of presentation, and that's something that when you go into a sales meeting or when you're trying when you're in that process of the sales cycle, well, okay, so we've made we've we've gotten to know you. Now we need to take this decision up to, uh, to you know higher level of management. And then you could say, well, I've got the thing for you. And they can pull out that video brochure and they can pass it along. And whether it has the the main uh, brand film that we've created for them or whether there's case studies on there, the, these brochures can be programmed with multiple uh, buttons. They can even be preloaded with uh, a custom app to help navigate that sales experience. It's something physical that they can take to other decision makers. And then now we've developed an asset that feels real. You can hold it, you can touch it, you can pass it around. And then it's 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 much more effective in, able to, in, in being able to, get your foot in the door with the right people, even when that kind of getting up that chain can be proved to be very difficult when you're only talking about 20 to 30 people. So it's something that, you know, we're always looking for new ways to be able to uh, help our clients realize investment in video.
1: Help me understand a little bit more about that video brochure. So that's Mm -hmm. a, almost like a tablet that you give to your prospect.
2: It is. think of it like a branded tablet is if you took just a tablet that you could uh, buy at a store and then you could enclose it with packaging branded packaging so it's 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 not for everybody um, they're not handed out like to anybody at a trade show but if you have somebody that you know that this is a high value prospect uh, this is something that will uh, turn into uh, potentially a it has a high potential of turning into a further discussion, then let's hand that out to those people. Let's mail that out. Uh, I mean, LinkedIn is given the opportunity to really kind of identify your key decision makers uh, before, without even knowing them, uh, meeting them face to face. And then you're able to really kind of get your foot in the door that way by targeting 20, 30 people with those mailers, because you can even personalize the invitation. So for some clients that we've worked with, they've had uh, the opportunity to send these out to maybe 20, 30 people, and they're able to have a recorded message at the beginning of each of the mailers. So the mailer when you pick, when you open the booklet uh, it has it automatically plays video or you can choose to automatically play video if you desire and then it will launch into the next video and we did this with one client where we had an introduction from the president of the foundation and that was recorded 30 times for 30 potential prospects personally addressing them, thanking them for opening this up and inviting them to take a look at their 2017 catalog or schedule or whatever it was uh, that they were looking to guide them to do. And because you're able to reprogram a digital device uh, with and with countless different assets, Uh, it was a very personal approach in that way. And so it was a really exciting opportunity for us to be able to kind of be on the forefront of digital and print, to be able to really just help them see the value in video and see the value in how this can get out there in in, in terms of just being able to, uh, for a highly targeted audience. Tell me about the impact that has had on campaigns that you're working on? So we had one client uh, that came to us that did not know that we participated with an organization that they were a part of, uh, that we had worked with them as well inter- uh, on the video brochures. And so they we had just gotten introduced to them through a, a third party connection. And so we started talking about the mailers and well, we've heard you are, you're a part of this organization. And we also worked for that organization and we sent out the mailers uh, a couple of years ago and it was uh, or about a year and a half ago. And it was a tremendous uh, for them. And their renewal rate had had, had gone up year over year uh, in, in working with us um, about, I think it was about uh, uh, 150%. So it was, a, it was a big deal for that organization, considering that they were only 150 members uh, with a pretty high cost of membership. But uh, they did not know that we had done that. And when I said that, he says, oh, you did that? You did that mailer? And he said, I still have that. That's still on my desk. And to keep a piece of direct mail for, for almost two years uh, is just incredible. I mean, to have a, an engagement rate uh, at about ninety percent in terms of the people that we had followed up with, to be able to just to, to pick it up, open it up, look at it, and keep it because they, it was it was kind of a part of pride. And people talk about um, brand association, We're trying to get people to uh, remember who you are and the character of who you are. Uh, give them something that they can keep give them something that, that sits on their desk. And for fundraising organizations, I mean, it's just almost a no-brainer considering that um, you want something that you can take back and that helps you remember kind of the message, the story uh, of kind of your underserved need, and then you can personalize it to your, your specific approach, whether it's, it's segmenting down to the individual user or whether it's getting uh, ca- kind of categorizing uh, categorizing alumni by by generation or categorizing, categorizing uh, corporate sponsors versus individual donors. Um, it may. It's really just uh, it's something that we've seen people keep for, for multiple years because they're proud of the organization and they're proud of being able to work with this company. Um, and it's something that you won't ever get with any other kind of media um, or, 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 or direct mail. So that's what makes it uh, such an interesting uh, potential for the right type of client. Right. Thanks for that, Mark. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we will get even more secrets from Mark.
0: Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with George Cast, only on Cranberry Radio.
1: Welcome back to Fjord's Cast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Mark from video production agency VES Creative. Mark, can you give us any more pointers about how VES does their work so successfully? <laughs>
2: Sure, and I think uh, uh, in, in following up with what we were talking about before the break, um, really thinking of content as a long-term investment rather than just a project, has been very, uh, uh, it, it's almost a, 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 a thought shift uh, when, when you're sitting down with a client and say, you know, you brought us in here to do a brand video, but how is this fitting into the overall strategy of your brand over the next three to five years? And they say, well, we don't even really think of ourselves as a brand. And then that's really where we get to those kind of the, the deeper and more meaningful questions. Well, what are you looking to accomplish? What are the two or three goals that you would like to see that would lead to exponential growth in your business. And whether that is, well, we really need to decrease the number of, uh, our churn is too high, or we need to increase the average engagement uh, with our customer. They only uh, sign five-year contracts with us and we'd like to get that number up to seven, eight years. So that's kind of our, our healthy uh, average in the industry. So it's really um, in terms of when you're, whenever you're creating content, um, having a, a long-term perspective, not just where is this content going to air, um, it is where's is this content, how is this content sitting in the, 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 the strategy of your brand for the next five years? Um, how is this going to define who you are? Uh, and what are you looking to improve for that? And there's so many different tools, so, so many different levers that you can pull uh, with content, with video specifically. It can be embedded in the background of your website, and you can do a digital media buy around and do pre-roll ads or Hulu, interrupt advertising. Uh, you can you can advertise on, on elevators, on, on the screens of elevators. There's so many different opportunities. So really sitting down and defining who are you trying to reach and are these people the type of people that will make this investment worthwhile uh, considering that original content it it's i mean to be honest about it it's just it's expensive it it takes a lot of investment to create something that's unique to you that doesn't use stock that doesn't uh, kind of just depend on using other people's footage um, and if you're going to invest in that, make sure that it matters. And it starts with having uh, a conversation that really the output of that meeting is two to three goals, uh, two to three, uh, just how can we define our audience persona? Uh, very specifically, how can we get so granular with this? Because that's the opportunity that we have today with digital, um, with information. I mentioned uh, being able to target people uh, on LinkedIn because you know who those people are and you can kind of stealthily access those networks uh, and then create a pitch that's unique to them. Those are the types of conversations that having that thinking of content, not just as a one-off project, but thinking about it as a long-term strategy uh, is really something that uh, has really helped us and our clients and how we see, uh, how we position ourselves as a better investment at Bes Creative, how do you convince a client or prospect to make that shift to longer-term thinking? I think it's it, it really depends on where they are today, and it's it's a tricky question because everybody sees themselves differently uh, in their industry. Um, I think the consistency among our our, our clients is that they're all trying to break out of the commodity space. They're all trying to stratify themselves against anybody who can come up into the market and slap together a good website, a decent website, and kind of say that they do what they do as well. Um, And for us, it's it's helping them understand the value of, of content as an investment and how to kind of lead them along that path of seeing themselves as, look, everybody is a brand. A brand is a personification of a product or service it is. It is every thought that everybody has ever had about your product or service. It exists. It doesn't matter if you are selling carpet or if you are selling Coke. Uh, there is. There. If you have customers, then you are a brand. And how can we uh, close the gap between what people think about you and how you want them to think about you? And content closes that gap. And I think for each client or each prospect that we work with, that learning. Uh, that, that 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 kind of that that. The journey for them is a little bit. Um, it, it's different for every one of them. Some of them uh, just need to see other pieces of content uh, that that relate or video. I should, when I say content for us, it's ninety-five percent of it is video. But this can apply to anybody. Um, for uh, some of us, it's seeing similar um, uh, similar ethos. So we have a client that might be in manufacturing and then we have a prospect in logistics. And we might say, well, you have a lot of similar challenges as to the uh, our, our manufacturing client here and how you go about doing your business, how you run your business as an entrepreneur. Very similar to how she runs her manufacturing plant. So let me walk you through this case study or let me walk you through how we helped them. And that unlocks it, it, it unlocks it in them. And what we have, um, we don't brand ourselves this way, but I think it's it's kind of a a potent analogy um, is in mind reading is that in, when we work with entrepreneurs, they have a vision of their company in their head. They have a vision of how they want to be perceived in a market in their head. And our job is to extract that. And our job is to kind of translate what they have their vision in their head to actual video that it can be implemented in front of the audience that'll make a difference for them. So in terms of how we really think about it, it's 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 our, how are we reading their mind? How are we uh, basically taking their passion and then converting that into content? And for everybody, it's different because we're working with a very specific type of company and then entrepreneurial journeys to get to that point where they're working with us have been very different. So to answer your question, question, it really goes along the the path of getting them to realize that they are a brand and that they have a perception, and then that perception might be different than what the market thinks of them, and then how can we uh, uh, translate the ethos of another company that we've worked with to you know, how is that closely translatable to who you are, who you think you are, and who you'd like to be? Does VES Creative follow the mindset you've outlined for itself? Yes, I mean, I, I can, you know. To be honest, it's, it's uh, always, you know, the old adage again about uh, doctor being his own worst patient. There's definitely some things that where we need to improve upon ourselves. Um, you know, it's, it's the old difficulty because we're a small agency, and uh, it's, it's always a challenge for me to, um, you know, make sure that I work on the agency or work on the business rather than working for the business. Um, but there has been a number. I mean, the video mailers have been very successful for us uh, in terms of. Branding them uh, with our own company, with our own logos, and having different buttons on the mailers for different uh, some of our showcase clients, and being able to swap those 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 out as well. I could say that with absolute certainty uh, in our CRM, the last uh, you know uh, since we ordered them in July, I would say 80% of the prospects in our CRM. Have been conversations that have been started with that video mailer. Now, could I say that they haven't been uh, that—that's solely attributable? Of course not. It's a B two B buying decision, and there's many factors that are involved. Uh, but for us, having that physical uh, proof of 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 our capabilities in our hands and being able to show those people that this is what we've done for our client, this is what this is an example of what we've done for ourselves, and then they can hold it, touch it, open it up, and and really pass it along. We had a a prospect that recently took it to corporate in Anaheim. And, and, and that was something that we would never be able to go out in Anaheim and, and, and hand it to these people. But we met her in Chicago and she was she said, That's so cool. We're having a big corporate meeting um, next week. Can, you give one, can, can I have one of these in my hands? I'd like it to show it to other people. And they were able to do that. So now that conversation is continuing. So, in terms of having our, you know, taking this approach to ourselves, uh, the, the video brochures on the implementation side have been very successful for us in, in, in everything that we've talked about for our clients in terms of keeping it for two years or having that, that foot in the door introduction. Uh, it's been very successful for us uh, since we started implementing them about six months ago.
1: What do you see as the future of content and specifically video for medium-sized brands?
2: I would say that really when you're you're um trying to separate yourself from an industry um, it's really going to fall back on whether you are uh, investing a, a, a high level uh, into professionally produced content or you are crowdsourcing your content so I believe that really it's going to split up into a, it already is that there's going to be just kind of your 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 when I say by crowdsource content it's content that your own customers have made whether it's just videos of the product working or whether it's if you're a non-for-profit you get the people who are affected by your nonprofit to kind of shoot a, a video of, of really kind of the uh, the, the the difference that you've made um, and that's very effective. And then that's something that can be the, the, the video agency or the agency is really just responsible for curating that content. And whether it's a drip campaign or whether it's just doing a media buy around it, um, that's one set. And I think on the other side, then there's the professionally produced content for mid-sized companies that really need to look like a lot, uh, like they need to look larger than they are. They need to have that that question that's answered, that's, you know, you you, you look great and your website's great and I've heard your pitch, but well, we've heard this story before. I mean everybody's saying this. Prove it to me that you're different. And video and virtual reality by extension of that is really kind of that irrefutable proof that you are who you say you are because you would have never been able to produce this at this level had you not really been serious about what you are and who you who, you know what you stand for. So I think that content the future of content is really going to is going to split in those two directions in terms of just curating content, curating authentic customer content and then really investing in very highly targeted pitches, creating brand films that aren't meant to be seen by hundreds of thousands of people, but only by 20, 25, 30 people. Uh, And those are just, you've invested so much in creating that original content that it really helps you set, permanently set yourself apart. There's only, nobody else could get to that point but you, because you've invested in yourself, in your brand uh, to this level and all the people who say they do what you do that the best that they can do is oh yeah we stand for that too and here's a couple of videos that we made that say it's it's me too find what's unique to you find what is is completely unique about your brand and and this is part of that journey you talked about how do we get people to realize that this approach is beneficial tell me about your business and tell me what you do that is unique And I need to dig deeper than just customer service. That's kind of a generic answer. Customer, our our product works more effectively. Um, We help people save more money. That's great, but tell me what they do with that money that they save. Um, that's the key. That's brand yourself around the positive difference that you make uh, in, in a market. And that's something that you can only get there by actually having done it. And then the people that you're trying to work with will understand that you understand us. They will say that that the only way that you have could have said this is because you've actually done it before. So that's the future of content, I believe, is in, in that authenticity and in that investing in just making very smart investments uh, in some very impact pieces and then crowdsourcing the rest.
1: I think that's really important and something that not everyone has. We need to take our second break, but when we come back, we will cover a couple stories: how commoditization of video requires better execution from VEs, and Snapchat's feature changes and marketing viability.
0: Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors.
1: Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to cranberryradio at cranberry.fm.
0: Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with George Cab only on cranberry radio
1: welcome back to george i'm your host tim barsness and i'm here with mark nadalski of ves creative our first story today is from ves itself titled where corporate video strategy misses the mark uh calls out specifically that content production is now a commodity uh three more detailed pitfalls the first being the video is buried on the website second making long videos and third basing value on volume mark do you believe that uh c- commoditized content can be effective
2: i i think that it really depends on who your audience and who you're targeting um I, I i think that with our company and the clients that we work with uh, it's it's again we're targeting 20 30 40 people uh, if you're going to get in front of them uh you have to be original in your pitch. You really have to show that you're invested in your brand and in your company by extension of, of your company. Your, your brand is your extension of your company. Um, and out to commoditized videographer type content is really, it sits in the middle. It's not curated from your customers. Uh, so it loses that authenticity and it isn't really invested at a high degree. So you don't really stand out. So going back to that question about how do I see the future of content, um, that that commoditized type of content, just kind of stock, um, you know, it's, it's, it's talking head, CEO type videos, uh, you know, where here's the board of directors and we're going to talk about how great our product is as, the, as opposed to creating a film that really uh, just, just encapsulates your customers. It's it's a customer film. It's not your own brand. It's, it's how did your customer go out and do something different in the world because of your interaction with them. Uh, that's really going to be the most effective form of content, at least for, I can't speak for every business. I mean, I can't speak for, we don't work with consumer packaged goods or we don't work with kind of mass marketing market type of clients. So I can't speak for everybody, but for for our clients specifically and for the, the market that we target.
1: The, um, the term commodity basically is insinuating that it's
2: impersonal, correct? Correct. So authenticity is something that's talked a, a whole lot about, and it's kind of the new, it's almost becoming the new b- storytelling buzzword. And everybody's trying to say, be more authentic in your marketing, be more authentic in your brand. And uh, a lot of mid-sized and smaller businesses say, "Well, that sounds great and all, but how do I go about doing that? Um, and 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 how does that work for me? That, I can see how that could work for a large company or, you know, a, a massive non-for-profit. That that makes that that's very that's intrinsic. That just makes a, a whole lot of sense. But how does that work for me? So that's really the problem that we solve as an agency, is is, is translating those concepts into actual just, uh, deliverables." Uh, when we talk about authenticity there's a huge potential uh, on the horizon uh, for virtual reality to really just eclipse video as that most authentic piece of content that you can create virtual reality really taking all of the decisions that an, an editor or a director makes in terms of framing in terms of editing in terms of uh, just just all those little decisions that are made throughout the production of a video uh, virtual reality lets the user step into and almost create their own experience uh, but how does that how does that work to solve a problem going back to what are the two to three challenges that you have towards exponential growth. How would virtual reality sit within that? Uh, for nonprofits, I think it's 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 an easier an, uh, it's an easier answer to that question, uh, considering that sometimes it's difficult to communicate really what you're doing as a non for profit. So let me put you into the experience. Let me take you what it's like to be a child with a terminal illness, or what it's like to be somebody who is just stepping into uh, you know a, a country for the first time. Uh, what 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 that experience is. What it's like to be a child in a classroom where uh, Nobody speaks your language, so virtual reality is something that really kind of gets people to that next step. Um, it's kind of that that using technology to be able to really create the the most authentic. Po- Experience, but how is that going to work for you? And that's where uh, we hope to guide our clients to the best answer to that question. Uh, and, and that's how you be more authentic is to really discover what is the most uh, really the most valuable part of our business that makes that makes people react emotionally. Uh, that's how that's where the authenticity will just flow at that point. And now let's put let's let's find that and let's put a, a VR camera in the middle of it and and let's see what happens. I mean that's really the best that we could do as an agency. Uh, now if you're going on the side of the, the, uh, we're just curating our customer content. Um, that is authenticity, right there. I mean, hopefully, that the, the curation kind of is 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 inauthentic, but the content itself is created authentically. And whether you it's just doing small things to incentivize it just kind of gets the ball rolling and it gets things uh, started with your customers because there's people want to be opinionated um, because everybody, there's, there's just so many voices out there. There's so much content. I mean, Mark Schaefer has talked a lot about uh, content shock and just how we just don't really have any more time. So that's why there's that push to be more authentic or to, to be uh, more, um, I, don't, I don't know controversial is the right word, but at least to be more uh, potent with what you're saying. So that's- it's easy to encourage uh, just that type of creation, whether it's on the agency side or the kind of the curated customer side.
1: Exactly. We're going to skip our second story today. So that's it for FjordCast. Be- thanks for being on the show today, Mark.
2: Thank you. And uh, anytime. Hopefully uh, you know this is uh, something that uh, you can continue to grow in the future, and I'm looking forward to uh, hearing more.
1: You got it. Uh, You can reach Mark Nadolsky by email at mark at VESINET.com or find his company online at creative.vesinet.com. And thank you for listening uh, to the Fjorge Cast. You can download episodes of our program by going to cranberry.fn or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio.